What's good? Welcome to the Creative Born Podcast, where we talk photo, video, tech, and all things in the creative world. This is a three-host podcast run by Aaron Hahn, LA-based lifestyle, fashion, and fitness photographer, Chris Kim, photographer and videographer based in Austin, Texas, and myself, Brady Keegan, photographer and videographer based in Southern California. Today, we're going to talk about our origins into our own creative journey and how we all met. So, Aaron, uh, let's kick it off. What's up, everyone? How are we doing? Doing good, doing good. Good, good. Feeling Gucci. Yeah, so um, photography has been a big part of my life. If you don't know me already, uh, I pretty much focus in photography. I really don't dip into video at all. But um, yeah, photography has been a big part of my life for the past couple years now. And I guess to start off with my upbringing with photography, um, I remember being in high school, a big part of my life uh, at that time was sports and and getting creative. I was always um, a creative person, I think. And I know that in high school, I was thriving in art classes. And I just randomly stumbled upon photography when a buddy of mine actually invited me on to a family trip to Big Sur. And it was pretty a pretty awesome experience. Um, big shout out to Luke Palmer. He He brought me on his family trip. And it was there where we just started to get our iPhones out start recording everything and taking pictures of everything. Um, I know he had his DSLR. It was actually a Canon T3i. And on our way home, that eight-hour trip, I just saw him on his laptop working and showing us the photos and video, capturing the Redwood Forest, the beach, the amazing landscapes there. And I thought, wow, you know, this is something that I really want to get into. Um, He's really able to capture a story here and and keep these memories forever. And I know that kind of sounds cliche and it sounds obvious that cameras can do that. But for me, it was a really big, I guess, trigger to to knowing what photography can do and can be. And so that summer, I, I just worked at my family's uh, business. I saved up to buy the exact same camera as Luke and, um, and I got the Canon T3i. Since then, I've been off and on with photography throughout college, taking pictures of events, pretty much anything I can get my hands on from going hiking, doing landscapes, uh, to now really specializing in portraits, fitness, lifestyle, photography. And um, it's been an awesome journey and I'm really happy that I stuck by it. There's definitely been points where I wanted to just kind of put on the back burner and not continue. But I think over the past few years, I really doubled down on this craft and I'm really happy with with where it's it's taken me and, and what I've learned. Heck yeah, man! I mean, for those of you who don't know, Aaron's Aaron Han's Instagram is a uh, it's dot Aaron Han if I if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, check out the man's uh, Instagram. Uh, as far as my story goes with uh, photography and videography, um, man, it's it's kind of a funny story actually. And uh, this is Chris Kim speaking, and I actually started off by getting my camera for myself thinking it was going to be for my fitness personal training business because I, I thought I needed a camera to record super cool content and get pictures of myself. But somehow the situation flipped in where I started taking pictures of other people and I actually enjoyed that more. I thought that was a, I thought that was a really interesting switch. And so it being for my business, I started taking vi- videos and pictures for other people's business. And that it first started with photos too. I had the Rebel T6, if I remember. Um, 
I sold that because I need some extra cash. But <laughs> um, as far as that, uh, when it evolved a little bit further, I actually had a friend, uh, Ethan Rouse was his name. Shout out to him because he taught me like some beginning ropes of the camera. And we actually did our first gig together. Get this, guys, actually. The first photography gig that I had actually was for a... Um, like i don't know what it was in tradition culture guys i don't know if you guys ever heard of this but like a almost like a pre-wedding for the wedding in armenian culture you guys ever heard of anything like that nope no, no? okay <laughs> it was literally like this pre-wedding ceremony and i don't know if it's an armenian culture thing but um that was our first gig and i'm not gonna lie i did not know what the hell i was doing and i don't know like if anybody knows what the hell they're doing on their first gig like did you guys know like kind of an idea into it no way. Imposter syndrome for sure. Auto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Auto just, settings for sure. Just be like, yup, looks good, guys. Look good. in your head. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, that, was, that was our first gig. We even have had an Instagram together where I think we called it um, Chris and Ethan Photography, I believe. I, I don't remember. I know. Um, I think Aaron remembers that photography account. It's probably still up on Instagram to this day. C and E, right? C and E, yeah, it was C and E, C and E photography, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was like, the f yeah. And then going further on, evolving into like really wanting to get better at this. Besides like doing the edits and stuff, uh, I actually talked with Aaron, and that's kind of how our friendship began too, as well. Like, uh, I hit up Aaron, and we were talking about cameras. I think like, what's a good camera to really dive into, you know? And mm -hmm. then he said the USR, and he also got the USR too, and then. From then on, it was just practicing and getting our reps in uh, with the camera. And we would go out into, this was during COVID too. I bought my camera probably like March, 2020 or sometime in between then. And we would just go to LA when it was dead and we would just practice our shots. And there's photo of, of us where we removed <laughs> from our Instagram now. We just archived it of us in the very like, Instagram way fashion of doing the whole neon mask Halloween style at LA night and it's just <laughs> that that part was just wild and that's just furthered on just we eventually all got like more gigs met Brady uh, almost killed him that's a different story uh, <laughs> and it just there's this there's there's this cool progression of up and downs and it eventually led me here to Austin Texas of just like really just like Aaron said before, just really perfecting your craft and knowing our style of editing. And from photo, I also do video now. And that's a different beast and still learning. And that's the beautiful thing. It's always a learning game. There's there's no stopping. And yeah, I mean, that that's kind of like, that's that's my story. And I started with C. Kim Photography on Instagram. And now I'm at C. Kim Creatives. And I've been really just presenting it ever since. Yeah, so a little bit about uh, my background uh, with the whole creative world. Uh, I've always been uh, a creative-driven person. Uh, I started off my life being a musician, and that's all I wanted to do in life. I wanted to be a, uh, a classical musician, actually. Um, but one thing that was constant is I always had a camera on my in my hand. Um, as a kid, I always had disposable cameras whenever my parents would take me to the zoo or different places, Disneyland. And... Photography was always an art form I wanted to explore, but never took seriously. Uh, I would always go on vacation with my wife and be like, hey, let's go down to this location so I can take a picture. And she goes, with your phone? I said, yeah, I want to take this picture. And it just, 
it, it was always something I was interested in, always something I wanted to pursue, but never actually gave thought into until COVID hit. So like everybody else, I was stuck at home with nothing to do. So I borrowed my mother-in-law's uh, Canon Rebel T6, just like Chris. <laughs> that was my first camera. And uh, I started taking pictures. Yeah, Rebels. Uh, and I started taking pictures uh, of products in my home. Uh, I was watching a lot of Peter McKinnon, and I was like, oh, let me try this out. So I was pouring coffee beans out on the counter. Uh, I was getting my hair products out and like trying to be creative and be pseudo-lifestyle product photographer. And I was posting them on the internet, and it started to gain a little bit of traction. And I figured wow, I'm really enjoying this. Maybe I should take it a little bit more seriously. So I took a few photo classes in college, uh, had a few freelance gigs, and very quickly it turned into landing a full-time photographer position for a uh, big corporate company. And I was doing product photography there. At the time, it was great because I was being I was able to do photography full-time for, for a company. Uh, come to find out, it was pretty stale, uh, doing strictly product photography in a catalog setting. Now I'm pretty well established with photo and video and I'm doing videography full time. Uh, how I actually met Aaron and Chris is a funny story. So my wife's friends, boyfriends, brothers, <laughs> best friend is the girlfriend of Aaron. <laughs> the line of that like list. I was like, wait, there's more, <laughs> there's more. It keeps coming. <laughs> So I, I met Aaron at an angel game pre-COVID, and once I started posting photos online, Aaron shot me a message, and he's like, dude, it's so great to see you. I do photography too. We should get together and shoot together. I'm like, cool. That sounds awesome. So he said, hey, let's shoot in downtown LA. Do you mind if I bring along my friend Chris? I was like, of course. Like, I would love <laughs> to. So I meet up with Aaron, and uh, we drive to Chris's house, and getting Chris's car to drive to LA. And he's like, Hey, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Hold on. I got to jump on a call. So he picks up a zoom meeting while driving, <laughs> driving on the freeway, going probably 95 miles per hour, like swerving in and out of traffic. 89, 89, 89. Sorry. <laughs> Any cops listening? Chris is a very responsible driver. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was just thinking, this dude is crazy. I'm going to die. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we get to this one photo spot where uh, the north and southbound lanes actually split. And there's an opening to a road probably 150, 200 feet below. And there's a ledge. And we we're taking photos of this spot. And I was like, oh, dang, that would be so cool if somebody was sitting on this. So Chris, in his... I, I don't even know what to call it. This man has no fear. He's like, oh, yeah, no problem, man. Uh, I'll go sit out there. So Chris jumps the guardrail, sits on this ledge, dangles his feet off, and then we see him throw up his hand, put, like, the finger in the sky, like, hey, hold on, and see him take a phone call. We're like, D what is he doing? Right. So we finish the photos. He gets off the ledge and comes back. He's like, oh, sorry, I, I had to take a business call. We're like, dude, <laughs> What? Yeah. By the way, we, we haven't yet apologized for interrupting your business call, Chris, at that time. So I just want to take this time to say I'm sorry for interrupting. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry for inconveniencing your life, Chris. I love you. Yeah, our apologies. <laughs> Honestly, that was like, I, I was just like free balling at the moment. Honestly, it was just like, 
it just happens. I just picked it up. I think I'm the type of personality when like I'm so like I get so sidetracked easily. Like a phone call happens, like oh shoot, I gotta pick it up. So, uh, but obviously, whenever we're on shoots, it's always silence because it's just like work mode. But like it was fun for us there. But it was just like yeah, I just picked up the phone. Like hey boss, what's up? And then I'm like walking towards back you guys as I'm talking on the phone still. I thought that was. Uh, I got a Dell photo though. Dell photo from where I was though. <laughs> That's true. Anything for the photo. Right. Anything yeah. for the shot. Do it for the yeah. gram. That should be a, an episode we do of just like, what have you done for the shot? What's the wildest thing you've done for the shot? <laughs> Honestly, I would love to hear a podcast video of um, Aaron. You already know what shoot I'm talking about that I want you to talk about. Yes, I think we've all along our journey I think I know in photography <laughs> and just creative work have experienced something that is funny or surprising. Um, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I feel like I've had a wide variety of crazy shoots. So stay tuned for something like that where we where we chat about our craziest experiences on photo shoots. Well, that sucks. I'm a product photographer. It's going to be like, yeah, so no <laughs> shit. There I was, 400 products, <laughs> one man in a camera. <laughs> Yeah, when you're working with people, it's a whole different level. It, yeah. There's some <laughs> crazy people out there. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Um, shoot. And also, fun fact, too, uh, Brady and I share the same birthday as well. That we part do. Was kind of true, yeah. yeah. We all had August birthdays. Yeah. When when we first met, I was like, oh, what's your birthday, man? It's like, I think it's because it was close to our birthdays around that time. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's just like August 29th. Yeah, it like, was. Shit, same here, bro. Oh. Fun, funny enough, on our birthday, uh, I I had a get-together at my house, and Chris came over, and uh, we had lawn chairs sitting out. They're like the fabric chairs, you know, the folding. So this yeah. man with his thunder thighs, he works out. He's a personal <laughs> trainer, keep in mind, if you can't visually see him. Thunder thighs. He sits down in this chair and goes straight through it. <laughs> Rips a hole in the chair. <laughs> Not even overweight either. Just, just, I'm just dense. Very dense, man. Very dense. <laughs> it's all the rice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is turning more of a, you know, background story of us, but also like a, the origin story of how we all came together. So, yeah. yeah I don't know about you guys, but I, I remember us meeting very vividly. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was oh. like during COVID, I want to say, and Chris and I yeah. were going downtown location scouting when there was just no traffic. And I mean, it's all kind of worked out very, very smoothly, and we've been the best of buds. I think, I think since then. So, when, I mean, it's it's awesome that photography can like bring us all together. And when I say photography, of course, we're we're beyond that creative, um, that one creative thing. You know, everyone's doing video here. I think, and it's just awesome that it brings us together. Except for yeah, you, I mean, Aaron, get on the train. <laughs> you know, man, I'm just, you're absolutely it's, right. I'm just, gosh. <laughs> Video is a whole different beast. Like if you're a photographer and have not done video, it is a massive learning curve. However, I do have to say photographers that turn videographers generally are more equipped than videographers that turn photographer. Just because with being a photographer, you know, composition, you know, all the technicalities Mm -hmm. of the camera. Um, It's, it's a whole different ball game going that way than going videography to photography. So Aaron, point, if, if you switch yeah. to it, I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, but you're, you'll be okay. For, for me, it's really the, the editing and the frames per second and, and so forth. 
um, the more technical aspect. But I, I think, like you said, I mean, the composition and, and the framing, that, that's all something that we've we've come around to because of photography. So yeah, 100% agree. And I've seen videographers who've, you know, taken my actual camera and, and try to take pictures of me or whatever else. And it, it seems like what you said is totally true. It's, it's easier to go from photo to video than vice versa. Yeah. I worked a freelance gig for uh, this guy that was uh, mainly a videographer. Uh, we, we dealt with, uh, doing car YouTube videos for different local dealerships. And he was a great videographer, but whenever he had me view photos, I was like, Hey man, you're shooting on the completely wrong aperture for what you're trying to achieve. Composition isn't there. Uh, you know, lighting wasn't thought about. So it's a whole different game, uh, mm -hmm. going photo video than video photo. But Aaron, like, what you mentioned about the frame rate thing, that was my biggest hang up before getting into videography is that was such a confusing topic for me. And now speaking of this, we can even make uh, a photo and video tips episode where we can talk about our di different Absolutely. trials and tribulations. Um, so if you guys want to hear that, leave a comment down below wherever, uh, because I have no idea where there's going to be a comment section because we've never published. <laughs> so ask, feel ask free. Us shoot us a message. Yeah. yeah. Like, ask this question because all of us started in photography and it's like very common for like, you know, Brady and Aaron said, we all start in photography and then eventually dive in. You know, some people stay within the photography realm because they're doing um, like, that's like strictly their niche. But like, uh, for examples of Brady and I, we dived into video and we, we freaking love it. Obviously, we get headaches with Premiere Pro sometimes, but um, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't, you know, the, if anybody knows about Premiere Pro and the Gamma LUT stuff as well, it's shit so annoying. Um, I don't have a headache with Premiere Pro, Chris. Uh, you know what? Premiere Pro is my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm into Da Vinci now, and I have a friend. Think you know, he's very great. Um, shout out to him. Seen by Jay. His name's Jay Martinez, but he's a he's an awesome uh, uh, filmmaker. Um, and it, you know, that's another thing too as well. I just don't know where to put myself yet, as far as like, am I a video creator, videographer? filmmaker, cinematographer. I know the difference of a cinematographer for sure. It's huge. It's like, um, and I don't even think if that's just equipment wise, um, but as far as like your directive take on it, but that's a, that's a very common thing that I've seen because it's easy, easy to identify a photographer, but how do you identify this certain video creator you are, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which people have posted. So I guess that's another topic to dive into later uh, as far as doing a little more research. Yeah, I think building off that, you know, if you're listening to this, I mean, I think one thing for us that we want to um, build this podcast for is just for creatives kind of growing in the industry. We've all been there and we're, we're still here figuring things out. So um, please, like Brady said, you know, let us know if, if there's a topic that we can talk about to help you guys. Um, we're certainly, you know, not uh, experts at everything in our field, but we've also certainly gone through the ringer with certain difficulties and problems in the industry. So hopefully we can prov provide some information that helps you in, in your journey um, just to make it a bit easier. I know that's something that I wish I had going through this journey. So yeah, let us know. Yeah. We're, we're not here just to, just to shoot the shit and, uh, and talk. That's a big part of it because that's who we are, but we want to give something out to the world, uh, talk about our experiences, uh, things that we wish we could have done better. 
things that we wish we would have saw or been taught. And we're here for you guys. Uh, we're here to share. We're here to bring on people that know much more than we do and just have a good time. Sit down with a cup of coffee, talk mm-hmm. photo, video, editing, why Premiere Pro sucks. <laughs> good time. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, the reason why we started all this too is because, you know, I moved to Austin, you know, Aaron and Brady are in LA and we would meet up here and there. But since I moved out here, it's a lot harder, you know, but I think, you know, behind the fact that we want to start a podcast was also because this gives us a chance to meet up weekly and just talk about the things we love or just catch up with each other. Honestly, it doesn't always have to be photo tech focused, but, you know, just relating on like how it's in our lives too, as well, because it is a part of us. Yeah. It's, it's everything to us. It's what we go to sleep thinking about. It's our career. It's our livelihood. It's, this is everything to us. And I think that's what makes the three of us special in this creative field is we eat, sleep, breathe, and bleed mm-hmm. this creative world. There's nothing more we love, I guess, other than our family, if you're listening, than this. <laughs> 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 Wait, but our families know that we love nothing more than creating and doing what we do. Uh, it's the greatest thing in the world. It, it really is. It's so fun to be able to make something out of nothing and make it with your best friends. So that kind of gave me some like f- some flashbacks here because it's it's kind of crazy how we all started doing freelance and we're starting our own businesses, doing freelance, building our clients, figuring out how to communicate with them, how to get models, perhaps how to how to get our equipment set up. And um, it, yeah, it's just crazy how we've been able to all find our, our own path. I mean, Chris is doing this full time now with a wide range of clients doing both photo and video. Brady, like he said, I mean, is full time right now as a video editor doing everything from Snapchat to YouTube for a, a, a massive channel. So I think, I mean, huge credit to, to everyone here, I think, being able to to just figure it out. And, and we're slowly building and growing, but uh, at least we're moving forward. Like, yeah, we are. So maybe let's, uh, I think we've kind of beat the dead horse on who we are, what we do, what we love. Mm-hmm. Let's maybe switch it a little bit and talk about the gear we use and just kind of round out that episode like that. Uh, yeah. What we love to use, what our favorite products are. It doesn't have to just be cameras, but the tools that help us create. So yeah. uh, Aaron, mm-hmm. you want to start off with that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was saying before that I had the Canon T3i. I quickly learned that that just wasn't, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a very old camera and I do think the best camera you can have is the one that's already on you. But for me, as I was getting more into professional work, I, I really wanted something with, with a full frame sensor. And so I soon after the Canon T3i jumped over to the Canon EOS, EOS R. And that just was a huge upgrade for me, much more uh, megapixels, much larger sensor to capture all that data and information in the in the photo. And th- that's held me over pretty, pretty well for the past two, I think, years. And I wouldn't recommend it for anyone who's looking to photograph sports or anything fast moving. I know I take photos of, of fitness as well, but the, the frame rate on the on the Canon EOS R is just too slow. So if you do a lot of fitness, if you do a lot of sports photography, definitely get something different. Maybe the R6 or the R5 where it shoots about 12 frames a second versus mine, which is five frames a second. 
But actually, um, that's mechanical. It shoots up to twenty. Frames true. Per yeah, second. that's true. Yeah. yeah, Brady has the R6, and I'm actually looking to upgrade to that very soon here. Um, but for for fashion, for lifestyle work, for autofocus, for video, it's done plenty for me. And you can see my portfolio. I think it retains a lot of um, a lot of information and a lot of sharpness and detail in the images. So no com no really big complaints with it. It's it's done well for me. Yeah, I second that to Aaron because we have the same uh, we have the same camera, the EOS R, and. I got that camera at the same time around that Aaron got his because um, I'm not going to lie to you as well. As far as when it comes to tech stuff on this podcast, it's really going to be probably Brady and uh, Aaron because uh, um, I always ask them questions <laughs> about stuff. <laughs> um, Chris, so. Chris runs his tech over with his car. Story <laughs> to come yeah, to the following that's, episode. That's another story too as well. I mean, second to what Aaron said, yeah, it's just really, um, it's perfect for if you're doing fitness, lifestyle, but just obviously not crazy high speeds like sports because um, of the frame rate. But other than that, it's, it's probably, a, it's a really good professional camera. And if I were to, I would also love to upgrade to another camera, but my camera is dependent on like, if I go more video than it's the C70 or trying to do multi both, then it's the R6. But um that's a decision i have to make a little bit down the road but i wouldn't give up my usr at all it's just it's too good of a camera still and it will be in my opinion for the work that it is able to accomplish and more um and with that along just having good lenses you know i recently got the 1535 rf love that and one of my favorite all times was the 24 to 70 tamron uh, G2 series. It is insane. And Aaron has a 35 prime Tamron. You can also hear that it's it's absolutely insane, which it is. Uh, but that would, that would be essentially my gear that I've built up since the T6 Rebel. So, Yeah, so uh, like Aaron and Chris mentioned, I shoot on the Canon R6. That has been just a godsend to shoot on. I love it. And I feel like the camera doesn't get enough recognition just because it's overshadowed by the R5. But I personally prefer the R6 over the R5. I love it. Uh, it's an incredible camera for both photo and video. Um, I don't really shoot sports. I've shot sports a few times, but the frame rate definitely lends to shooting sports. It's incredible. Super fast, uh, super fluid. It's just an awesome all-around camera for hybrid shooters. I rock a two lens setup, so I have a 15 to 35 RF and a 70 to 200 2.8 RF. And man, RF lenses are so dang sharp. They're like prime lenses. It is crazy. They mm -hmm. are nothing but quality. And I love shooting on native RF glass. Um, to the biggest tool in my arsenal, though, is not even so much my camera these days, but it's actually my 14 inch M1 Pro MacBook Pro. Um, I do full-time video editing and man, this computer for the base model M1 Pro is gnarly. I, uh, again, this computer gets overshadowed by the M1 Max and M1 Ultra, but this base model M1 Pro kicks some serious butt. It handles everything I throw at it. It just... It's incredible. It is an editing dream. I also edit on Final Cut Pro. I used to edit on Premiere Pro, and I just 
I've had so many issues with Adobe, I finally decided to ditch them, and I'm never looking back. Final Cut Pro is an incredible editor. Uh, I keep Adobe around for Lightroom, and that's pretty much about it, just because no one can really beat Lightroom. Otherwise, yeah, that's that's a gear I use. I think if there's if there's anything we've learned over the years, it's it's just to reinvest in the gear that we use, especially with lenses, and I think especially with our computers. I've mm-hmm. gone through the absolute worst experience with certain computers. Um, some of it is my fault. Some of it, I think, is the manufacturer's part, like Apple. Um, but like Brady said, I mean, the 14-inch, which is what I have as well, it's been really, really smooth, really fast for me. And, I mean, if you just... If you add up all the time, if you have a bad computer and you're adding up all that time wasted, waiting for something to load, causing mistakes on your edits, perhaps on Photoshop or Lightroom Classic or whatever editing software you use, that time adds up to money. And at the end of the day, that is valuable. And so to invest in a good computer, um, to invest in good lenses, I know RF is the future for, for Canon. And since transferring from Sigma and some lenses from Tamron, I haven't been happier with with the RF glass. I mean, it's amazing. Sure, it's high price, but well worth it for sure. Well worth it, 100%, man. Well said. And I don't think I mentioned my, my gear setup. Um, I'm, I'm working with the RF 24-70, um, the Tamron 35 1.4, which is just a beautiful portrait lens. Lots of bokeh. Very, very sharp, and the autofocus with the adapter is, is amazing. I think one of my biggest concerns was using Sigma and Tamron when adapted to the R, but it, it's done well so far, at least with Tamron. So if you're someone on a budget, definitely consider Tamron and Sigma. Um, I think we all have our own experiences with those brands, but for the most part, pretty solid. Very solid, very solid. Say about like... 85 to 90% of my work has been from 24 to 70, without a doubt. I think for anything portraits, I, I like to stick to the 70 to 200 and the the 35 from Tamron. But um, yeah, for 24 to 70, I mean, it's so versatile. I mean, the zoom is, is amazing for events, 100%. For anything fast moving or really run and gun, 24 to 70 or any zoom is going to be where it's at. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, that wraps up probably our first episode. What do you guys think? I think so. It was a great conversation. And man, this is going to be a fun journey. I'm really excited and I hope everybody listening, all probably four people that will listen to this, are excited <laughs> too. It's going to be a really good time. We're going to have some good mm-hmm. guests. We all know a lot of really, really cool, really talented and knowledgeable people that we will eventually all bring on at some point. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what's it called? We're definitely gonna have to get the Instagram up for this creative born too as well. <laughs> born pod. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> this podcast is janky. You know what? Uh, my my good friend Michael, uh, he has a podcast, uh, Coffee with Creators. I've been on it a few times, and um, in the beginning stages of his podcast. Uh, him and his co-host at the time had a saying, they would call it the scrappy little podcast because they would have, you know, just, they'd throw it together and have like little mix-ups like that. And they'd embrace it. And it was so cool. So, uh, a nod to you, Michael, your scrappy little podcast to our janky little podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, this is, this is a good time guys. Um, appreciate it. And, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah. Once again, we got Brady Keegan, Brady Keys on Instagram, Aaron Han, it's dot Aaron Han on Instagram and see Kim creatives on Instagram. Mr. Thunder thighs himself. That too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you if I made an OnlyFans account for that, boom, who knows, right? It, it would be it would be me and Aaron subscribed. <laughs> yeah. Just two supporters right there. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. Maybe my girlfriend too, but we'll see. <laughs> she gets us for free. She doesn't need to pay. That's true, that's true. No, I make her pay still. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week.